Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Welcome everybody to Monk If You Love Wrestling Podcast. Introducing first. They got accompanied by his best friend from wherever, Wayne, whatever, Freshly Squeeze. And now, the best in the world, Mr. Rizzo. Welcome to the Honk If You Love Wrestling Podcast. This week, TBZ and myself, Mr. Rizzo, discuss the subject of our form of professional wrestling when we talk about war games, Willow Nightingale being awesome, AEW's Continental Classic, and our favorite active factions. Let's start the show. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is doing it. Just the way you said Willow Nightingale right now reminded me of that because that's the vibe she brings, and I love her for it. <laughs> yes, yes. I will she, say, she's a delight. Even, before we get into it, though, I will say that when I was watching her match, I was clapping my hands in the living room. I was like, yeah, let's go. Yes. <laughs> a little while ago when she was. Well, let's just go now. Let's just do it now. Hello, TBZ. We're really happy to talk wrestling, and we're going to do it by talking about Nightingale and Willow. But let's do that now. I just want to talk about how we saw her a little while ago working with like Mist and stuff. And we thought that she turned heel. Why would we ever want that like bright sunshine to turn bad? No, she's awesome. She's fun. I'm loving that she's just what she is. But and I do like that they had her showing that she was misted. But unlike uh, Sky Blue, who was like you know dripping it, she only had like the one eye covered, like an eye patch sort of thing. It was it was neat. Yeah, I'm not sure where where Sky Blue is at with um, the Mistin, but uh, Willow. The other thing cool Willow's doing right now, and I'm not sure if you've seen this or heard this or read this anywhere. Every time she's in the vicinity of Brody King, she barks at him and tries Willow to have a does. bark off. You know, because remember that's how he does, and then he's like, "Huh." Yes. So when he's like around the ring, when House of Black was there because of Julia Hart, she's like barking at him, going, it's so funny. It's so funny. I love it. Yes. Love me some Willow. Well, yeah, she did that in her match on Collision this past week. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that was kind of one of the elements that was making me think of what I talked to you uh, about during the pre-show, which I guess now that we're here, we might as well just jump right into it. Yeah, we're all uh, over the place. We're hot to start. Right into Mr. it. Rizzo, when I was editing last week, Mr. Rizzo had a hilarious comment, and I like it didn't register with me during the show until I did, you know, got to play it back. And he mentioned he wanted to go to the TBZ School of Wrestling. And <laughs> so for some odd reason, watching Collision this past week, I was like, maybe I should start making this school and start having inductees to the TBZ School of Wrestling. And I got to admit, Willow... She's she sparks that kind of joy in me where I'm just like, I think she has what it takes to be in the school of, of TBZ wrestling. All right, first member, first un- inductee of the TBZ school of wrestling is Willow Nightingale. Cue um, that entrance music. I hope in the future that we can have an interview with Willow down the road and we can present her as being the first ever entrant in oh. TBZ school of oh. wrestling. 
We'd have to get a belt. Get a custom belt for it. Yes. (laughs) I was just thinking more of like like the like, prediction panel that like Peyton and Eli have during their show. Oh, wow. We can just put cool people. Like you have a little board and you put like a little sticky head of their of their face or their body of them, and they're now part of the TBC School of Wrestling, and it's right behind <laughs> you. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to make a YouTube video now. <laughs> uh oh. Well, we could just take a picture of it every week and put it on the. T- Sure, sure, sure. I'm just saying, just saying this is this is making us branch out our media. Yeah, mm. more work. I know, I know, but mm. it's no, I just we're going to get people to see us thinking about look. it, thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. I like I like where your head's at. But yeah, we jumped right in to Nightingale and Willow and some fun stuff with AEW and that's usually where we start. She but, had a fun uh, match against Julia Hart and uh it was for their her chance for the TBS belt, I believe. There's a triple threat coming up at so? full gear. So on collision, yeah, this match was for that, and uh, man, it got. I was so excited to induct Willow into the school that uh, she did not win this match, and I was kind of sad because I feel like, I feel like Julia Hart just kind of inserted herself into into this triple threat. You just had a championship match. What are you doing? You know, like get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> We've done I this already. It's gonna be longer. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> she and, was back really quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I guess I was just excited at a chance for Willow to have a shot at the belt, but guess yeah, not. Does she still have the New Japan belt, the strong one? Uh, I she's not wearing it. I don't. She didn't wear it on Collision, so she's not bringing it around at least. I don't. I don't know. All good. Uh, all good. This. But Any. we're going to wrestling, wrestling with them uh, with that triple threat. Uh, come. S A T U R D A Y night. Anyway, yeah. What else we got on the docket for AEW that was pretty? I would say honkable, as our podcast would maybe like to say. I would say the Daniel Garcia versus MJF uh, opener match was quite the honker. Yeah, that's good to see I mean, our boy MJF did he- champion of ESW wrestling, our hometown hero. MJF. Daniel Garcia, hell yeah, man. Hey, I dance like that. I understand. <laughs> That's exactly Doing the how dance, I dance, Adam. I'm dancing, Adam, right now. I, really I do think that maybe Garcia saw me dance once when so I So I noticed there were several dropportunities throughout uh, my my week of wrestling, and this is actually one of them. The promo that they had beforehand where, you know, they're chirping back at each other. Um, MJF does the, are we going to see the sports entertainer <laughs> or are we going to see a professional wrestler and i was like draw opportunity you should have said a dragon slayer what happened mm. to that persona come on man yeah <laughs> um but i just love that promo because I, I believe it was after that uh garcia kind of like went up to like he was thinking he's like maybe i'll dance at him but i'm gonna be a professional wrestler <laughs> just i love mm-hmm. i love how he's still conflicted he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> he reminds me of the robot from Futurama with the with the clamps. <laughs> you want me to hit him with the clamps? <laughs> hey, I still think he's shining a, like a big shining star. Uh, I know that everyone is going to wonder what it would have looked like if they would have 
he was originally supposed to be in the Blackpool Combat Club. That's what the rumor is. Like, he was supposed to be there instead of Yuta, and they ended up doing it a little different. Well, yeah, that was that whole Jericho uh, BCC feud. <laughs> he was like a lost puppy, and they're like, come on, come on, Daniel. Mm-hmm. You know you want it. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's doing, like, God bless him. He's doing great stuff. I've loved everything he's done, like mm-hmm. this match with MJF. Um, notably, it like, won't happen, but I would love to see him on show up on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Rizzo, you, you know, MJF's gimmick during a match where he'll like jump on his opponent's arms, right? He like goes off the turnbuckle and he double stomps their arm. Mm-hmm. I just like the variation that Garcia put on this. Uh, he went to go like hit with the knee and he missed and it like it made it look like he kind of pulled something. So he kind of went like, he was like, ah, my knee. And then he went to put his hand on the, the rope cause to like brace himself. So he could be like, oh, okay. You know, I'm I'm fixing my knee. And while he was doing that, that's when MJF did that move. I was like, that's cool. Like, it was mm-hmm. a refreshing variant of that move set. So it was just right off the bat, you could tell these boys were like, they were going to work well together. And they did. Like, Garcia, did. Work, Garcia works well with a lot of people. Uh, that That's what I love about him, too. Uh, just uh, chef's kiss. Garcia, God bless you. Yeah, it wasn't. It was uh, it wasn't what we were expecting that quick. Just to be like, hey, here's some two guys awesome that are going to wrestle real quick. Not a lot of build, but just MJF is going to be doing a lot of work. He doesn't really like to wrestle. He doesn't like to do that stuff, and it was great for us to see it. Yeah, so, I just kind of, I just kind of hate that. I was this for the belt? I don't believe it could have been, but I, I think- could be wrong. I think it was because I had the thought during this match. I was like, if he wins, does like Jay White have to give the belt back now? Because it's not. You know what? I think it has to be because I actually think they booked it at one point of like MJF is going to. Jay White's going to face the winner of this match. Go me. Yeah, I I flagged this match as the AEW World Championship. Yeah. so what about other some Wait, championship matches? I, ha- I have to ask, I, I'm, as I'm thinking, I don't think you'll know. During this match, the crowd said we want something, and I couldn't make it out. And I was, uh, to be honest, I was too lazy to go, let me rewind and kind of like hyper-focus and figure it out. But it just, it, like, to me, it almost sounded like they were saying we want tables. And I was like, why? There are no tables. Neither of these guys have done a tables match. What the f- fuck is happening why are we count chanting for tables so that's why it doesn't make me think it's that and it's i don't know so i i oppose you the question to you but uh i'm trying to think back of maybe what i would have missed i can go look it up and try to do some research for next week fair enough bring back but uh no i can't i can't recall i remember it though i remember trying to hear something and not knowing what it was, you brought it to my attention now, but I, I wish I had the answer. I like, I'm glad I checked my notes here for a second because uh, I had mentioned earlier, I liked in the promo where Garcia like was going to dance at MJF and then he stops himself. I wrote here, I'm thinking of the Happy Gilmore quote. Here he goes for the putter throw. Oh, wait, he's restrained himself. Are we seeing a new Daniel Garcia? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so great. So, great. so yeah, this this was great. Check it out. I mean, now it's two dynamites ago. We're we're we got to think about changing our time. Uh, anywho, uh, so yeah, that's all. I mean, that's that's what I have to say. This was great. I loved it. Um, got anything else to say, Mister Rizzo? Uh, no, I, we can move on to some other championship belts that I know that you may have uh, 
wanted to talk about. Well, now that I've been singing AEW's praise, it's time to get this finger a wagon. <laughs> what you the, got there about the the Ring the, of Honor TV Championship? Keith Lee versus Samoa and Joseph. No, no, not from not a real court. Actual Samoa Joe. Just I was being <laughs> fancy with it, if you will. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, I mean, meat seasons back on the meats back on the menu, boys. <laughs> Even the crowd was doing the meat chant during this match. I thought of you, Mister Rizzo. Yes, th- this was the setup, and we knew it was what booked. Yep. It was like, ooh, meat on meat too. <laughs> meat too, electric boogaloo. I'm sorry, we're getting this uh, wrong. Isn't this isn't this coming out? A movie coming out? Good Burger too. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, the search for more money. Oh man, I you know how I realized that they were making a Good Burger too. What? Do you want to know why? How I realized they were wow. making a Good Burger too? Yeah. I saw it advertised as a combo that you can get at Arby's. Like, it's like some type of like Angus beef burger and fries and a strawberry milkshake. It's like a combo that you can get from. And I went, wait, they're making a good burger too. It's a good burger too combo from Arby's. Oh, give me a sponsor, Lord. baby. Let's go. <laughs> I good love that app. Sorry, my fat ass eats a lot of fast food, and I'm one of the few people that talks up how good Arby's is. Hey, I like Arby's, all right? Don't okay, you're, you know, okay don't, cool. You can join my club because I feel like I'm the only one. Everyone who says I'm Arby's, fat, like, I'm fat-dogging it over here as well. <laughs> Every time I say Arby's, this is Justin for lunch. They're like, eh. And I'm like, have you had Get- the mozzarella sticks? Have you had the fried chicken? Or just a classic beef and cheddar, man. You have a root. I get the I get the classic without the cheddar. With I the even curly fry. Order on the app. They have two roast beef sandwiches for seven dollars. Yo, you get me an extra large curly. <laughs> this is amazing. D- dear Arby's, what's up? Shout yeah. out to Arby's. Did Arby's ever do a sponsor with the Young Bucks? <laughs> this week's episode of How If You Love Wrestling is sponsored by Arby's. I hope so. I really hope so. I'm really good at using their app. Anyway, uh, anyway, with the seamless integration of this app from Arby's, let's get back to the ROH TV championship. Oh yeah, you this need was, to get the back of how you're upset about this. <laughs> this well, this was a good match. Like this I match is great. Up. It was meet forever. I was happy that your chant was back because you're super excited and made me think about you. It's the ending of this match that really oh. pissed me off. I didn't even think about it until you're like reminding me. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I can see why he's mad. Yeah. So <laughs> they did Keith Lee dirty in this match. <laughs> so dirty. Not only did he not only did he lose this match, so he didn't get the belt. Joe then proceeds to vacate it and go, I don't want this anymore. And I was like, then just have him lose to Keith Lee. Like, why can't he win the belt? You're so right. I didn't even think about it at the time. I thought of it more of shocking. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess he's going to concentrate on on MJF, and he's not going to do it. But I never thought of the implications of, like, yeah, Keith Lee. So now if he even wins it as a tournament, 
let's say he gets to compete for it in the tournament they're going to have. Then Joe has an no automatic gonna... rematch going, yo, I never lost this. I want it back. And then I'll win it. I beat you. Uh, you couldn't even beat me, and you have that damn title. So, like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Uh, oh. Either way, this this was just worse than the time we bullied him to dye his hair again, all right? It was just like, guy you know can't get your okay, break. You want to know what makes it even worse? Let me hear it. That di- wait, wait, wait. No, I'm I may be incorrect about this. I'm sorry. When was the when was the match? The match was on Dynamite, right? It was on Collision. Okay, okay. Well, then that negates everything that I was about to say. No, no. I'm you were right. Dynamite. Sorry, I was looking. You for know what the right date now. of Dynamite was last week? It was your birthday. Yes. No. And do you know who I share a birthday with? Keith Lee. <laughs> they did that to him on his birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so wrong. They really I, did him you know dirty. What? This this does it. That that does it. It's the TBZ wag of the finger. This one goes out to you, AEW. I'll even wag it at Tony Khan. For how shitty you fucking booked Keith Lee on his birthday! That was a bad booking on your birthday. I didn't even remember. I didn't notice that. Thank you for pointing that out, Mr. Rizzo. Justice has been served. You know what? Real heroes find a way for justice to be served. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, that that happened. Uh, (laughs) Match was was great. Meet forever. Watch Keith Lee get butt-fucked again. <laughs> I want to cut anyway. Hey, silver lining, silver lining. We're getting Samoan Joe like awkwardly trying to court MJF and being like, "Yo, I want a shot at that belt, but if you need a, if you need help maintaining that belt, I got you, fam." Let me be your friend. Let, 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 yeah, let me be your friend. Let please your friend. let me. Be. This is making me think he was crying at the end of that one segment. <laughs> Anyway, let's get so to Joe's like a crab. He's got a hard exterior, but inside there, he's just a soft little doughy boy who wants to be held by the current AEW champion MJF. Maybe. Maybe. All right, where are you taking it? I'm done. I'm done. Where are you taking I felt you wanting to move on. We can move on. That's all I have to say. Um. Whew. Well, a uh, little bit of not too much on it. Jay White Briscoe, cool match. We had the fun segment afterwards with uh, afterwards afterwards. Well, with, your uh, glossing over this match was for the opportunity at Full Gear. Yeah. Just so Jay like Briscoe just goes, "I should be fighting for the belt." So let me like, what is happening in AEW? Just a ton of people are being like, "I should be wrestling." We got Julia Hart just being like, "Insert me in this triple threat if I beat you tonight." Now we got Jay White and, and Mark Briscoe. I guess Oprah's the GM. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets opportunities. <laughs> but yeah, no, good match, but uh, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, Mr. Rizzo. Uh, I just remember we it was pretty fun, but there was a little segment after the match because we all knew who was going to win. Um, MJF came in and powdered everybody except for Jay White, You know, the only one he didn't take out. Uh, I mean, it was insane. He was able to, to take out the entire Bullet Club gold. Bang, bang, gang! More like they're getting bang, banged, gang. Either way, but, sounds fun. 
But yeah, the, what Mr. Rizzo was trying to say is there was a cool, iconic face-off between Jay White and uh, MJF. Uh, Jay White had the belt, and uh, MJF brought the diamond ring with him. So he's like, all right, you got my belt? I'm going to beat you with this then. Power in the kisser. Yeah, some good adverts for full gear for both the diamond ring. Did that match happen yet? Yeah, he won it again. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, he won it just... against Juice, remember? No, that's why I'm asking about it. Regardless, oh. moving on. Um, yeah, it was a cool face-off at the end of that. So that was Dynamite. Uh, we already kind of talked about Julia Hart and Nightingale on Collision, which is part of that. I don't know what's going on with Dynamite this week. Fellas, ladies, everyone, we'll get to it. We know how crazy our weird schedule is. We talk about Dynamite, but it's not really what happened on Dynamite. But just have fun. Let's keep it moving on the Lazy River. What else sure. we got next uh, after next, the Dynamite? We I just want to quickly touch on that we've seen the Redeemer oh, out yeah. there. He's lurking in the shadows. As uh, Dan, well, We talked about Danny Garcia. He had a match against MJF on Collision. He has a match against Andrade El Idolo, where we find that C.J. Perry... It's getting a little familiar with Andrade. Hot and flexible. I think she's doing it on purpose because she knows how crazy Miro's going to get. Because immediately she starts getting a little close. Who do we see? Watching TV with the lights off, might I add Miro creepily backstage being all like, let's see how this plays. I didn't say that, but he was just like, you know, he was groaning and moaning and I don't know. He was just, who knows what's in store for the Redeemer. Yeah, CJ Perry or Hot and Flexible, whatever her actual name is, she's working. She's working the right way. Uh, I, I, everything I'm thinking of right now is inappropriate. I'm just going to leave it alone. Um, <laughs> let's, let's just let's keep it going. Given given the track record so far, it'll be interesting to see what Miro does against somebody that isn't Ryan Nemeth and kind of a respectable wrestler, as we saw during his match against Garcia. Uh, moving it along, last thing on uh, AEW for me. Darius Martin versus Adam Cole's best friend. <laughs> now I'm saying this because that's how they introduced him. And I knew who they were talking about, but I immediately responded to Nigel just going, you mean MJF? <laughs> Somehow Roderick Strong is still listed. <laughs> they still got him on the roster as MJF's be- or Adam Cole's best friend. Um, my God, like, it's working. Maybe I just maybe I just hadn't seen him wrestle in it, or was this his debut back? He's wrestled once month, once or twice where they've taken the brace off and Sure. But th- yeah. like this is my first time witnessing this and this is hilarious. <laughs> we got like Tony Schiavone just being like, It's a miracle! Like, oh my god, I can't believe he made it to the ring. Calling his wheelchair a chariot. <laughs> and I just love how he's just like He's uh he's like trying to muscle out of the wheelchair and you got the kingdom just be like, Yeah, you can do it. He's the just crowd like, was ah! there for him. The crowd was there for it. <laughs> it was a, it was honestly a, a current day Rudy film that I was watching and I was like, This is I love every minute of it. And everybody's on board. <laughs> like Yeah. The but Roderick Strong, his his gimmick right now might be my making my new favorite wrestler. Oh, he, the the whole thing is working with the giraffe. Yes, like, everything about the little the little group of oh, are they a faction? I don't even know what they're called. They're called oh. Adam Cole's best friends. 
Wait, I don't who? Know what would they be called? Who? The kingdom? Oh, they're the kingdom. Oh, I'm an idiot. Never mind. Uh, yeah. I'm reading my notes here, and there's there's another drop opportunity from AEW on Collision. Nigel is selling. He's talking about no neck November, and uh, he's talking. He's saying something about Roderick, and he goes, "Roderick, strong by name, strong by nature." And I'm like, "Bro, why didn't you say strong by neck? Come on, man!" Like. Draw opportunity, Nigel. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so all that's happening. Yeah, like just I'm all on board with this whole uh, next strong. And uh, my favorite thing that I noticed, his finisher is called End of a Heartache, which is also the name of his entrance song. Just uh, this dude's on one and I love it. <laughs> Uh, so uh yeah anyway, can i can i ask if um if he or any member of the uh the kingdom would also be in tbz's school of wrestling i don't i don't want to be flooded with inductees okay uh, he's got a little way to go but it's yeah. not too far from getting in he's I got definitely you. in the conversation yes. Hey, that yeah, I gotcha. He's in the uh, the final process of votes. At the yeah, yeah. We, we got a lot of applicants. We got to go through. We got to figure it I out. Like it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. Yeah, so that was a lot of AEW. I talked a little bit about Kingdom being factions, and I mentioned it a while. We've been talking a little bit about some factions. You want to talk about some? I was going to talk about some a, a funny article I saw, and then maybe we can maybe we can do our own. My own little list after I fly through this thing. I saw I saw this article on this website by I don't remember the website, but the guy's name who wrote it in the last month was Timothy Morehouse, and it was uh, AEW factions power ranking as of this past October. Just AEW. Just AEW, and he has a little like ranking system with like strength, you know, like win loss record championships or like. The ability to get along with no betrayals brewing and purpose of like, why are they here? And <clears throat> I don't know. I've, I already told you the answer, so you can't really guess it a bit. But how many uh, factions would you even think there are in AEW? And the fact that it's more than 15 is definitely surprising on my end. So we got 17 in here. The bottom of the barrel that he starts with is the Spanish announced project. Spanish, what? it's Luther and a few of the other guys that you know, TIL. Oh, Luther sure hasn't wrestled in AEW months, but the Spanish announced project has always had a home at the basement of these rankings. I see no reason to change things. If you watch Ring of Honor, you know that SAP has actually gotten some wins lately. This doesn't add to the AEW re- records, however, strength zero percent. So that's where you start at the bottom of the barrel. And we got likes of Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny, Kip and Penelope, which I don't even know if this is together anymore. I think Butcher, I think Bunny is actually gone from AEW. Butcher and the Blade might also. I heard about that this week, actually. So, oh. Los Faction Inonables. We got Triple J, which I believe is. (coughs) Excuse me. Is that the name of the faction? I think that they may call themselves the Heat. And do you know who I'm referring to? Satnam Singh, Sanjay Dutt, oh. 
without like they call it like everyone boos, everyone hates them. They get heat, so they call themselves the Heat. I think that's what they're called backstage. I don't know if that's their official name, but yes, we got Mogul Embassy Hardy Party at twelve. Is Mark Quinn ever coming back? Hmm, sad face. Sad face. QTV at eleven. Oh, I forgot about them. You know, lowest ranking faction that has possession of a championship. You know, if I were a AAA fan, this would be pissed because we have AEW AAA relationship in question of writing. You know, his reign might not be much longer, but QT Marshall's done pretty good with that one. So at 10, we got Dark Order. Nice. Know, still haven't recruited anyone new. Yeah, Dark Order is kind of a weird, like, there's some classes of Dark Order, meaning the Dark Order of today is not the Dark Order of 2019. No, no, no. Then we got the Kingdom on here. I'm leaving Adam Cole out of this faction for now. Wait, 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 wait. Real quick, real quick, real quick. How is the Kingdom a faction? It's two dudes. There's three guys. I think they're including uh, Ryan Okay. Yeah, that's that's my that's Fair my enough. assumption. But we what talked- they're doing also is is I think they would be ranked higher if Adam Cole was part of them. And they're saying that Adam Cole is not part of the kingdom. No, he's not. Why would yes. he? Has he yes. ever been? Yeah, uh, he used to be with those. Guys. Yeah, like oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Uh, down six spots it has on here is Blackpool Combat Club at eight. Despite having a worse strength record than either Dark Order or Kingdom, I'm giving BCC an edge above either of them. There is something to be said for the it factor, potential, and color commentary of John Moxley. Which is weird there. <laughs> and then we got, we got Bullet Club, Gold, Bang Bang Gang. I don't think anyone who has two nicknames as a faction should be ranked in below five, but they have met seven. House of Black, no more suffers from lack of TV time. The House of Black, that's what it says. Pretty cool. Hearts, Honeymoon, and Black dealing with nagging injury, but blah, blah, blah. The Elite, up five, up a few spots at five. You know, Hangman dealing with Swerve. Bucks having tag match. Kenny is dealing with Callus family stuff. It's a lot going on. Yeah, I'd argue they're not a faction right now. They're kind of all over the place and not working as a faction, but they're still like loosely grouped together. But I would agree with you. They're not like working as a, tri- a trios title or anything crazy. Yeah, they're not the elite. They're their individual identities. Uh, let's see. They didn't. They didn't combine the rings to make Captain Planet. They're just using their rings to try and save the world. <laughs> <coughs> let's see. Don Callis family, which is a new faction. That is legit. Four. That is legit. Powerhouse Hobbs get Don Callis, you know, and then they have a championship with Osprey. You know, Osprey is part of that. Yes. That's pretty awesome. He is. Number three, Christian's Home of Wayward Boys, a.k.a. Christian's Coalition 2.0. I have no idea what the official name (laughs) of of Wayward Boys. I thought that was funny. That's what it's listed as. I specifically printed out for this one in here. Says this group needs an official faction name too early to add Starks and Big Bill to this group, even though they have been helping out lately. The TNT provides bonus attainment due to the rehabilitation that Christian's reign has done for it. Cohesion. Luchasaurus may be waking up to the fact that he's being played. So that's one thing to watch on this on the faction. Maybe waking up. Mm-hmm. He's had he's had that force mind meld uh loose in its grip. 
So the number one and number two, I don't think are really up for. Well, I guess maybe number two might be up for the Say debate. It. Number two would be best friends. Bow to the bow to the bow. Best friends. You know, TBS championship with Statlander, international championship with Cassidy. Kind of doing nice. Um, but number one they have on there is because everyone loves the acclaimed. And that'd be number one. Their only area of dissension may be around Caster's infatuation of MJF. <laughs> Strength, 87.6. And then AEW's Trios Champion. So that was just pretty fun. Fun list. I love how we broke that down. It was kind of cool. I kind of agree with most of it. We're just having some fun here and there. But you got your own list. You got your favorite list of other factions. Of It doesn't have to be AEW. It could be a of WWE. It could be... AAA, I do. Whatever. I do. And I have some from WWE. And what I'm you also got, gonna, sir? Well, we said active faction, so I'm going to just active. come right out and say that uh, my number one that I put on my list here is not active. It's the Ooh. Undisputed Era, though. And technically, most of that, most of those guys are wrestling. So if we want to, like, split hairs here, you know, the faction still exists out there. They're just doing their own thing. You, you really want it to exist, even though it, it doesn't at all. They were great, man. I love <laughs> it. just so good not to be on your list. I love it. Next up, Judgment Day. All Those right. Those guys are right. killing it. House of Black, which was on their list. Mm-hmm. And Imperium. Imperium. Yep. Uh, Don Callis family, I put on my list, but that was after you were rifling through that list. And I was like, Don Callis family is a good faction. I don't know why, like in my brain, they don't exist as a faction to me for some odd reason. Yeah. There's a couple in, in WWE that walked the line, which is having like one third person that's slightly closely related. And then it's not really anything that they're like diamond mind with the Creed brothers. Like that's kind of one, um, yeah, they're like but two like, people of that diamond mine faction. But yeah, I mean, I guess if I'm going to do my top five real quick on both, I'm going to have like best friends be my number five. I love that. That's all fun. I love me some Chucky e. T. Um, if I want to go with some hardcore guys, I'm going to go with Blackpool Combat Club. I'm going to go with that at number four. Um, I can't really talk about how much I like the elite, you know, with how that works with all those guys at number two or – uh, did I say them at number two? No, they're number three. You said number two, but yeah, you mean number three. Number three. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just can't get behind the elite. It's almost like they're too good. And as much as I might not be liking it all the time, I will end up looking back on it and talking about how great it is the whole time. And that will be Judgment Day at number two. Um, And then I'm just going to go with some ultimate fun here. And I'm going to put... I'm gonna put Alpha Academy as what I'm just really loving at number one. Uh, thank you. Arigato. <laughs> uh, because um, Chad Gable has gone through so much from sh- um being ready, willing, and Gable to being Shorty G to being back to Alpha Academy and being e- like equal to almost take down Gunther for his belt. We'll see. He's if- gonna take that belt. If I'm he does take do that belt, that would make him, like, it's not going to be this year, but the, hopefully he'll still be active with everybody, and that would elevate what I'm saying as him being number one. So, Right. That's a fun list. I mean, I can, I can name, every, I can do, like, five lists and not even have all of those guys in it. There's too I much will fun. say, 
my two OLIs were Dark Order and Alpha Academy. Yeah, Dark Order and like damage control. I'm kind of are my like I guess would be OLIs because yeah. like they're fun and I kind of as little as it happened, I did like Outcast for a bit. But again, I talked it's to you in the been... pre-show. They're not active. Nope. Tony Storm is doing her own thing uh, with uh, chin up, tits out. Watch for the shoes. <laughs> anyway, that was fun with the factions. You want to talk about more more of the AEW stuff with like uh, I'm not WWE factions stuff? making me think like we want to play some games. Yes. Like some some maybe war games. War games. I'll come right out and start off. You know what? I'm just gonna bring it up during Raw, man. Like Pierce just We we went back to it. We went back to that well. Uh, you know, they started Raw and he just is like, Nana, Nana, we ain't having this. I'm I'm done of the I'm done playing these games. They're like, oh we're you like playing games? Yeah, yeah we, we did this last week. We heard. Okay. What What are we gonna do, Adam Pierce? Oh, it's war games time again. And it just like he was coming out to put a stipulation on war games, but like they cut to commercial after like they made a stip. I, I think they made the stip of like uh, everybody's banned from ringside. Oh, that was for today's. That was for that episode's. Like, uh, okay, because uh, I was I was confused because I was just like, so you're basically saying Rhea Ripley can't show up to War Games, and then um, they cut to commercial, and then they come back, and then Rhea's still bitching with Adam Pierce about this stipulation he just put down. And it's like, so you guys have been bitching this whole commercial break. What's going on? Here? Yeah, like, it's just, that is the one thing. That when I do watch why I'm playing a video game, and I like the pacing of these shows are just so upsetting. Yeah. That you now you understand why people who don't watch who just check it out in like the clips that will take like eight minutes on YouTube, they get everything they need besides actually watching the show because there's so much ads, there's so much this, they're coming from this way, they're coming from that, and nothing makes sense. But the meat and potatoes of what they're trying to get across, well, yeah, that was okay. But why did we take like three times as much time to do that? If we're on this, I don't know why I'm complaining. I'm sorry. Real quick, before we get away from this, because you do bring up a good point, it is very hard to follow sometimes. Like, here, I'm, I'm just going in order, right? So, what we're talking about is the beginning of Raw. Um, they have a match between JD and Dominic. JD and Dom versus Seth and Sammy. After that, there's a promo where, uh, oh yeah, this is what, actually what we're talking about, where she's still bitching with Adam Pierce about like the stipulation, and then Zoe Starks just comes out and it kind of devolves into a promo for her match at Survivor Series. Then we cut to Shinsuke talking about how he's not ha- like it's a promo, just being like, "I still am looking for somebody to awaken me." Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of awkward to hear someone talk about being awoken. Um, then we have a Seth and Cody promo and then we have the match for Otis and Shinsuke. And I'm just like, and I think during like Tozawa's entrance, they cut to commercial and then do some other, like it just, it felt like it's like, Hey, let's put three things and like spaghetti string them together and just be like, all right, now it's just all one 
knotted mess that goes together for some odd reason. Like, yeah. The pacing on WWE is a little little wonky, I'll say. Yeah, and if I can get past that and, and not complain about it, which I should, I should stop being a baby about it because most of the people who I'm – I'm complaining about stuff that most people don't notice because they're just not as watching as intently as I am, and that's what I think I've realized. Um, like the people who I would consider – who consider themselves like casuals or who just kind of watch – who are there in and out, they don't notice this stupid, crazy pace. They're just kind of like in and out watching their phone. And I kind of care because when AEW or a different promotion like Impact or New Japan keeps me invested for an entire hour without I have me turning away, I'm kind of I'm upset that WWE can't do the same. But hey, they, I've chalked up to the I don't know why I'm going around this road here, but I'm chalked up to the fact that Raw, SmackDown, uh, not so much NXT, but. They are large commercials for them to sell stuff and sell product and make money. We get to the pay-per-view where we get to see some good wrestling. We don't only see good wrestling on pay-per-views. Every once in a while we get to see it in the show, but it's mostly in and out so we can get these ads out there. Well, you know who else is being a big baby? Santos Escobar. Uh, yeah, he is. Bringing it back now. We did have some stuff to want to talk about on SmackDown. One now, of the things know. is uh, LWO having some dissension. You know, we've been kind of seeing it ever since that Santos and Ray fought against each other. You know, they're like, oh, are they going to, you know, are they going to have a falling out? And then he's going to be a heel, but he wasn't. He's just like, whatever. I'm, you know, generic face. I respect you. You respect me. We respect the hell out of each other. Now we're going to respect over all of our, everybody's faces. <laughs> I don't know. Anywho, uh, but uh, yeah, there's a promo for LWL on SmackDown that Carlito crashes and basically just goes, what, are we just not going to talk about Crown Jewel, about how Santos basically let you get the shit kicked out of you? Well, I mean, it was what Ray was bitching about. He basically just said that Logan Paul cheated, but Carlito is claiming it's Santos's fault and he should have stopped that squirrely motherfucker at ringside. <laughs> I, I completely agree with Carlito. I just don't believe he handled it correctly. I believe it was privately backstage and attacked him like you normally do in wrestling. I put it all in front of the public so we know what happens. Just attack him, and then for three weeks we don't know who beat up Phantasma. I keep saying Escobar. I always want to say his name with the mask. Right. Uh, I also agree with Carlito, and moreover, I agree with Carlito more so because after uh, Carlito's matches against Bobby Lashley, which happens after this promo, Lashley, yeah, uh, Carlito, uh, I think he wins. No, no, he does not win. He gets beat up by Bobby Lashley, and after the match, Street Profits beat the crap out of him, and Santos shows up. And he, like, kind of just watches. He doesn't, like, jump in to try and save Carlito. He's kind of like, should I help him? I don't know, man. And in his defense, yeah, the numbers game was there where it was, like, it was going to be him against the Hurt business. Um, But Ray shows up while he's on the outside of the ring looking in. And Ray shows up with a chair and he jumps in. And after he jumps in, Santos goes... Oh, yeah, I should be helping Maybe my friend. Maybe I should help out here. I guess <laughs> right? I should. So after that, I'm on I'm on Team Carlito being like, Santos, come on, my dude. But it, has, it de-escalates or it devolves. I mean, it escalates slash devolves to Santos 
basically beating up Ray. And he said, I think last we see of it is him saying to one of the backstage interviewers being like, he had it coming and he just walks away. So yeah, he took Remember, He's the one that took away his, uh, his opportunity to win the title a long time ago. And that's why he's always, yeah, he's always felt slighted. Ray didn't injure his knee at that time. I'm. I don't know. There was there was some beef sometime. I I know at one no. point I'm. No, 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 no. You, you're not wrong. Like he could definitely feel that way, and that's actually good storytelling. I hope that's where they're going with it. But you know, it's one of those where it's just like it's obviously. Well, it's like well, technically he got it because you got injured. You know, he didn't. <laughs> the only way it could have been his fault is if he injured your knee, which he did not. So, um. But yeah, uh, it, this is like this is the episode where tensions rise, and now we'll see the fallout and see what happens now that we have evidence of Santos actually, mm-hmm. you know, beating up on Ray. We shall see what we get. I'm not sure was was Way working us on social media with pictures of him having knee surgery and everything going well. Oh, I I don't know. I didn't see any of that or hear that. We shall see. I'm bad on the sure. socials, man. You're the social guy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm getting fooled too much. (laughs) He's the honk if you love wrestling socials, man. I'm getting old, man. I'm getting fooled way too much with the deep fakes. You know who's getting old? Bailey. Oh, don't be doing that. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) The exact opposite. It's got baby in the name. We're talking about baby metal when you bring up Bailey, right? Oh, that's just because, yeah, the Bailey metal. (laughs) <laughs> Bailey Metal. There you go. That would have been the, good. That's the cool faction name. Mr. Rizzo's referring to an image I saw uh, on the socials of uh, <laughs> uh, basically, well, the result of the six woman tag match that happens that says Baby Metal. Yeah, ladies looking awesome. Awesome, awesome picture with all of the um, pretty much damage control with a couple others. Well, yeah, so I guess we'll dig into it. I didn't want to, you know. Kind of get the cat out of the bag here. But uh, basically, in the aftermath of Crown Jewel, we are now discussing the fact that uh, Kyrie Zane seems to be in damage control. Or at so. least not at arms or upset with damage control, which I think most of us led to believe would be the the case. Correct. She's here for EO. Let's be real. She's not like, I want to join, but... Uh, you know, at the current climate, EO is in damage control, and it was kind of, she would assume she'd be grandfathered in, and Bailey has problems with that. Uh, mostly because Bailey was just saying that, uh, you know, she was concerned about what Bailey had done in the past, and we see a video package of what she did in, like, 2020, I think. Uh, to, to be frank, she's basically, uh, Bailey's just beating the crap out of uh, Kyrie, which, uh, again, another TBZ's blunder. I forgot that happened, so thank God for that video package. Yeah, um, uh, I, the way that they ex- described. Sorry to cut you off, but just talking no, no, about no, how no. wrestling, wrestling like years kind of work with like dog years kind of thing, because <laughs> someone described everything that's changed in like the eighteen plus months since Randy Orton last wrestled, and it's just a different world. It is. The the wrestling world moves so fast. So like one year in like wrestling is like five years in real life. It is just ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, I understand what you're getting at. Uh I but anyway, so, with EO, sorry. No, no, that's good. That's good. Uh so yeah, uh, 
Kyrie says she forgives her. All is good. Um, and she wants to join damage control, uh, which I believe they agree to. Um, I think that's, you know, confirmed. Uh, but this gets crashed by Bianca. And Bianca basically wants to challenge them to a match as the main event on SmackDown, a six woman tag match. And they're all like, Bailey's like, well, we got the numbers game. You're an idiot. Why don't you get out of here? You stupid, dumb idiot. <laughs> uh, but she's like, oh, I got friends and basically has Charlotte Flair and Oscar come out. So we're going to have that as the main event. Uh, that main event happens and uh, it ends with Oscar withholding the hot tag from her partner. Uh, I think it may have been Bianca actually. And then she missed her in the face and everybody's like, what? What? uh, Needless to say, damage control wins the match. And Oscar is also joining damage control. Nobody's ready for Oscar. That's not confirmed, but the imagery of the end of SmackDown confirms that she is hand in hand with damage control. She did an mean, official jacket that came out of a duffel bag to say that she was. That's part next of, week. Yeah, that's part this of Friday. damage control. Uh, not yet, but uh, we'll see. Before uh, what's the next? Before war games. Before war games. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was uh, that's that's what's going on with damage control slash baby metal. Bailey now has Asuka, Io, Kyrie, and Dakota Kai. So does that mean there's four or there's five of them there? Uh, Technically, Dakota's injured, so you don't count her as a wrestler right now, so that's four. Yeah, they're going to be in War Games. That's what I was just getting at. War Games. I was thinking that, too, when I was just like, after that, I was like, now that Asuka's in the mix, they can do War Games. Oh, there we go. That's that's why this is happening. Who we got going up against them? Who do we... Bianca, Charlotte, and who else? Uh, Shotzi. Shotzi came in at one point, so we got three there. And then, I don't know. Uh, he, she's on Raw. I, was thinking I think they on. should piss everybody off. And Selena just, Vega. I think they should piss everybody off and just have Bianca and Charlotte wrestle the five of them and win. Green. It's a 4v4, I thought, not 5v5. I know. I just meant make it four or five on two. And still have Bianca and Charlotte no, win. Don't. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course, because I just meant that they do, they do super baby faces so hard. But I don't know. We're getting some nuance with Bianca. We're getting a little bit, a little bit. We'll see. We are not enough to five v two handicap. No, 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 that would be ridiculous. I'm going over the top with that. But we got. No, but Bianca I'm seriously Charlotte. having a problem thinking of. Smackdown people to join in. We got Bianca, Charlotte, Raquel. She's on Raw. Oh, it's gonna be that. Um, yeah, I thought War Games was brand based. I don't. You're. I think you're right, but because uh, yeah, Raw has it. Raw has a War Games. It's uh, Judgment Day versus the four people we've mentioned earlier. Does that mean that there's not a Smackdown men's one? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. This is a weird time. about this. We're going to get more clarity from both. Um, I mean, we got to know all this and uh, and Adam Pierce very soon. I'm telling you, if that's not the main event of Survivor Series, I'm done with wrestling. If they don't at least do a bump, I'll be upset. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anywho, I want to see, I want to see Nick Aldis body slam Adam Pierce through a table. 
I want to see Nick Aldis versus Adam Pierce at the main event of Survivor Series with guest commentator KO. That's no, if anything, if that's anything, what we need for Survivor Series. If anything, that would be the first match on the card because it would have to be for some stipulation for the main event. Yeah, that's that's what I want. That's what anyway. I want to. Speaking of KO's guest okay. commentator, he was for SmackDown. Oh my god, I'm so mad at myself. I saw like the beginning of this. I'm like, cool. I'll record this. I'll watch it later so I can hear everything he says. And then I fell asleep during the time I was going to, and I watched a lot of football, and I never watched any of SmackDown. KO was on one, and it was hilarious. He like to just for the show. He came out in his t-shirt and a tie. Uh, he goes down to the desks, mentions that it's Nick Aldis gave it to him because he gave him, he threw the tie at him, said, yo, get a tie on. He's like, okay. Then throughout the episode, we find out that, uh, oh, Nick Aldis is saying this about you, K.O. What do you have to say to that? And he's just like, if he wanted me in a suit, he should have said that and not just thrown a tie at me. <laughs> so just, I love KO just thumbing his nose at the KO system. It's just the uh, he's one of the few people that it doesn't matter what he's doing. If he's on screen, hey, I want to watch. Mr. Rizzo, I think you'll love this because I'm saying it on air here right now. I get it now. All right. I get it with KO. <laughs> <laughs> For the hawkers at home, when I first got into wrestling, I hated KO. I hated him. I was just like, God, this dude is annoying the shit out of me. And and now here here we are. What a time to be alive! <laughs> yes, yes, different. A good a good time to be alive. Uh, meme joke I had with a buddy of mine. He sent me a, a picture. It was like on Netflix or whatever, and it was like suggested show King of Queens. And he goes, "Hey, look, they made a TV show about that meme. What a time to be alive!" <laughs> oh, oh it's so great, so great. <laughs> okay okay what else we got Anywho, what else we got well we we didn't talk about how ko was the guest commentator and f- specifically for the la versus uh grayson waller match he was uh he was Ooh. tapping into his inner john madden here because he was really he was over the moon by the fact that he got that double punch off on him so much so that after the match happened he goes yeah, let's take a look at that replay again. Let's roll it again. <laughs> Show the replay. And then he's got the, they give him one of those pens so he can like draw on the on the replay. And he's like, at one point he's just like, you can tell he's like it it reminded me of Pat McAfee, where it's just like he's just having the fucking time of his life. Cause at one point he's like, hey, wait, 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 let's show that replay again, right? Check it out. I got I got these arrows now. So now you see here, and he's like using the arrows instead of writing with the pen. <laughs> And he, oh, we watched, and we watched that replay like eight times. <laughs> like, gonna, well, I does, gotta go back and watch that now that I know that I missed it because I'm gonna love it over and yeah, over again. It, it honked me. I was like, "All right, Ko, you're winning. You're winning me over." Oh man. So yeah, that was SmackDown. Uh, that's pretty much all we. That all I want to talk about on SmackDown. On Raw, we uh, you know, we tapped in the awkwardness about war games. Uh, we have the ta- oh, we have what I'm calling. I'm calling it now, just like how I said the Rock's coming to WrestleMania 2024. Uh, I think in this episode of Raw, we may be seeing Natalia trying for a tag team run. And I say okay. that watching this match between Tegan Knox and uh, Piper Nevin. Okay, I don't know why. Just, just first of all, Tegan Knox wins, so good on them. Uh, you know, that's momentum for Tegan. Uh, she wants to be remembered for more than just an injury. So she's kind of looking to get some sort of championship belt. I'd argue she's not ready for, you know, the world championship, but, uh, I think, 
I think there's a tag team duo that could afford to lose some belts. I mean, if the, you can think of a cool name that's better than Knox and Natalia. I mean, that's not bad to start if that's what they were going to do. But and I'm not uh, saying like immediately. I'm not calling this for war games. Like this I understand is what you're getting at. I understand yeah. maybe just putting some breadcrumbs down. I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a weird boat with uh, Natalia because I think I like her a lot more than most, and I think what she needs more than anything else is just a legitimate change run. of scenery. Uh-huh. I think that I mean. It's one. Of, it's weird because at the same time I can see her being a, a WWE lifer, but they're honoring her family with Owen Hart and all that with people in her family with the Owen Hart Cup and that. I can see her getting enough money to go there and just having an awesome singles run and being great in a different you know, just slightly presented. What champion would she be over in AEW? Well, she could come in, just win the title. Yeah. Of the Owen Rip Hart. That from Cup Sheeta? Of the Owen Hart. Oh, Cup. Win the and turn. then okay. maybe just get an opportunity to wrestle whoever's at the top. And maybe because of how great she actually is in the ring, do something where there's they have a singles match, there's shenanigans, then they have to have a second match where there's, you know, an Iron Woman match because she can go, because I think they would, she would do it awesome on a different stage. That's just my thing. Yeah. Anyway, well, too much. Ooh, I'm a big fan. I'm telling you, I just want to do some Mr. Rizzo, you're way out in that speculation there. Exactly. Come on now, let's reel them on back. Whoa, I fell off the boat, and I'm swimming way from the water. Come on, Mr. of the nation. Nation of speculation. Oh, so thanks for bring, getting me back. I'm going to bring it on back to the note that I put on the row down. I kind of hate that JD McDonough is now in Judgment Day because now I can't say J. I can't shorthand JD McDonough and JD Judgment Day. The note I put was JD is in JD. <laughs> but yes, we finally see it after after a lot of hemming and hawing from Damian Priest. We got the official notice. Well, I think Damien's just over the moon by the fact that uh, Mammy didn't rip his head off by claiming that he was the leader of Judgment Day. Yeah, I think Mammy's playing everybody. I think it works for 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 war game setup where they like, you know, this might be an issue that you just claim in to be the the bag the guy in charge. But you know what? I'll allow it. We're gonna see how this plays out. Here's what I gotta ask. Who cares what mommy thinks? She's not in charge. Nobody's in charge of Judgment Day. We all know mommy's in charge because but mommy's they, always on top. You go ask mommy who's in charge and she'll tell you. And it's not her. That's well, for sure. I'm sorry. But when anyone says they're always <laughs> on top, I guess they're just going to be the one in charge. That's my thing. That's metaphorically meaning she's the champ. That's uh-huh. what she's saying. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Whatever, I would think, you know who else is going to disagree and going to agree with me? And that would be Dom. Dirty <laughs> Dom's going to be like, no, Mommy's always on top. He's all like, yeah, I don't have to do anything. Yep. Yay! <laughs> not what Mommy said. It's not God, what Mommy he's said. He's a stupid imp. He just, yeah, I got the mic now. <laughs> Boo! I'm not even saying anything. <laughs> he's just a goddamn lightning rod. Ooh, sorry. 
I'm gonna have to maybe go on Fiverr and be like, I need Dominic Mysterio drawn as a like imp. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that's already out there. Sure. Anywho, uh, Judgment Day, Judgment Day, Judgment Day. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sammy and Cody and Jay all were just flustering Judgment Day as a whole. And in in Damien's defense, he just said it to shut him up because he's like, bro nobody's in charge of Judgment Day, we're telling you. And he's like, you know what? Fine, I am. What do you want? I'm the man. You know, it was basically like that. that I want to speak to the manager. I am the manager. What do you fucking want? Like, fuck you, you know? Yeah. So, you I know, mean, and everyone's like, like that what's Bobby got to think about that? I'm like, who gives? She's probably like, way to defuse that customer. So just to bring it back to the War Games uh, segment, what are the numbers? We got... Uh, is it four on four? Yeah, it's an eight-man match. So who do we have right now? You've got... Uh, we got Cody, main event, Sammy, Jay Seth, and Jay the American Uso. Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. You got uh, Sami Zayn. You've got Seth Rollins. And then it's... Judgment Day. Dirty Dom, JD. Okay. For some and, reason, I thought they had an advantage. Like, they had a fifth member. And well, do. It's it's mommy, and she. They, that's why I thought she was banned from ring. So I was like, that makes sense. Now she can't come in and be like, "Well, you didn't. You don't have a role for me because I'm not in more games or whatever." Like, well, you can't do any fuckery at at ringside then. I was wondering if they need if uh, Cody still needed another member, um, but no. We're now we're equal, and we'll see how. It plays well, out. that's okay because he'll have KO in the wings waiting to swoop in and save Sammy because he always loves popping in at war games. War games. And it'll be, you know, it'll be a response to mommy being there. She'll show up somehow and she'll be like, oh, I brought stuff like Drew McIntyre. I don't know. <laughs> she's wheeling and dealing, man. She's She's got her tendrils and everything. She runs Monday Night Raw. Raw. So, yeah, uh. It was just funny uh, for this because uh, uh, Damian Priest was super hot-headed about this, and he actually offered to have the talk with JD and let him know that he's in, and and you know, I like, like it. A, I, like I a, yeah, like, like a big brother. Guy. He punched him in his arm. And he's like, "Welcome to Judgment Day." It was cute and fun. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, last thing, it's it, honestly though it, the tag championship. The thing I have to say about this is. This match again? Really? Well, I guess it's more about what happened and how it ended. It's and the story. <laughs> well, we got a we got a handshake. That's true. We that got a handshake true. and we got a we got a full heel turn, didn't we? Sure. You cannot predict that, and that's kind of what I'm saying about this match. I was unexcited for this match. I was like, God damn it, we've seen this. Watching Rom like we've seen this. Let's just be, is this it? Are we done? And yeah, I mean, I was surprised when I was like, whoa, what? Because they have, like, it made me ask some questions, and I will pose this question to you, Mr. Rizzo. Was that them confirming that she, like, paid or, like, offered a boon for him to do that that night? Or was it them going, now you're in judgment day two? You know what? That's made me thinking about why I thought what I did the previous segment we were talking about. The fact that 
Drew McIntyre may be associated with the Judgment Day, or at least just trying to be like getting help from the Judgment Day. A mercenary. Gets them another member of five on four. A stable on retainer. <laughs> so that's what made me think of like Cody was still missing somebody. Because if he is part of that, I still think it could just be as much as, hey, I'll help you guys out if you help me out next time I wrestled Seth. Like that was just more as what he was looking for. But if it's five on four and Cody still needs someone, uh, there's we can play nation of speculation of who might be their pa- their partner. Uh, sorry, I was just having a thought. I mean, war games can be five on five. Wasn't last year's? It has been in the past. Yeah, wasn't it last year when the bloodline mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, the Usos, Solo Sokoa, and Sammy were mm-hmm. in the War Games match? Yeah, it's been that before. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is, yeah, and, and fairly recently. So it's, it's you it, want to jump back into the nation and? Uh, and no, I'm just confirming that you're saying like your your stuff still could happen because yeah, if currently we have four, so it could be four, but they could introduce a fifth if they wanted to, and maybe let's let it play out before I jump to conclusions. Even though I might be right, we'll see what happens. It's a math that you jump to conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, that's uh, that's a wrestling this week, that's, huh? That's all I got for wrestling right now, Mister Rizzo. Well, I think that we're planned on changing it up next week, and I thought you might agree with me. This Friday coming up, when we normally have our podcast come out, so maybe mm. yesterday we're going to listen to it or later this evening, whenever you check us out. Friday evening in Buffalo Riverworks, I and I believe uh, TBZ are going to Wrestle Bash. And that's November 17th, which is 2023. the Wrestle Bash 13. I thought it was the 10th anniversary. Why does it say? Oh, no, it's Elio DiPaolo Cup is the 10th anniversary, not the Wrestle yes. Bash. Gotcha. ESW's so, Wrestle Bash 13 like a, this Friday. They're having like a 10 man battle royale, and the winner of that gets to be in the five. Or the six man uh, for the Elio DePile Cup. Winner of the cup gets a championship match down the road. We got. Uh, Steel Cage match. Oh, so I was wrong. I talked about Kurt Hawkins last week or in previous episodes, and that is not who's going to be at the show. It's going to be who used to be Heath Slater. He's got kids. Ooh, he'll have kids there. And he's wrestling, someone, he's wrestling someone known as Crazy Steve. And I'm like. I don't even know what he's going to look like, but I think I might be a fan of Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve. Um, And then, uh, you know, we got um, the main event in a steel cage. Steel cage. I'm going with my bro, and I'm taking, and my my daughter, and I'm taking my nephew, who will be uh, eight years old, on the, oh wait, no, is he going to be, he's going to be seven, my bad, seven years old on Saturday. Take him to his first wrestling event, and we're sitting front row for the steel cage. It is gonna, we're gonna rock his world. He's gonna be crazy about what's going on. I don't think he really likes wrestling, so we're gonna throw it in his face. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how he do. We're gonna see how it goes, but we're still going there to eat beforehand because Riverworks is awesome. They got uh, my daughter gets it every time. Tater tot poutine. Yeah, that Solid. sounds exactly what it is. Solid. 
Um, but yeah, classic. So what I was leading to of talking about putting over ESW is we're, you were both going to that show, right? You're going to that show, right? Yeah. Me and let's the wife talk are going. about all, let's talk about that show next week. Let's talk about some local Sounds wrestling good. next week. We'll get through Hells a little yeah. bit of some hot stuff on the on the big guys with AEW and WWE, but we'll spend our, maybe our main focus about what we did and how fun the show was. So I think that'd be kind of cool. Put over some indie wrestling. Hell yeah! But uh, yeah, I guess um, we also have my. I guess it's time for our. What would you call it? The. Uh... You mean the toe. It's our Tohei Suicida moment of the week. Yes, when we promote something in wrestling, we should go and check out whether it's happened or not happened. You should go check it out. And I got something cool because as much as we're going to see that local show on Friday night, Saturday night is the AEW PPV. Which would be full gear. Full gear? Holy shit, it's already here. It's already here. And I thought we were getting a double weekend. I thought Survivor Series was this weekend. I'm like, I can't do it all. We got There's next no week. Way. We got next week. We can all wait right. till next week. Woo! Woo! We can wait till next week. But yeah, I got uh, I got full gear on the plates for Saturday. Uh, what say you, sir? What else do you want to check out and look forward to? I was actually looking forward to Raquel Rodriguez versus Nia Jax on Ooh. Raw this upcoming Monday. Yeah. Maybe because that'll be a good, uh, it'll be a good uh, test to see how well uh, Rhea Ripley will handle Nia Jax. I would like that's gonna be fun. Yeah, we'll see. I'm yeah. looking forward to going watching Dynamite now that we've uh, watched this or uh, recorded this. Um, go back and see all the cool stuff. I forgot there was a there was a cool match tonight. And I can't remember what it was. Um, but either way, I know the card for Adam Adam. Page and Swerve is going to be awesome on Saturday. I'm looking forward to that one. So, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Honkers, for coming along. That'll do it for us here at Honk If You Love Wrestling. Mr. Rizzo, as always, a pleasure. Check yes, us out. Yes, yes. Check us out on the internet uh, at formerly known as Twitter and Blue Sky under the handle at Wrestling Honks. Um, check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok under the handle of Honk If You Love Wrestling. And send us an email at uh, to Honk If You Love Wrestling at gmail.com. Uh, just anything, man. Let us know uh, if you're out there, if you're listening, if there's something you want us to discuss, or if you're angry about, uh, you know, Mr. Rizzo's opinions about the women's division or something, you know, send them our way. Yeah, I want to hear that. Give it to me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, if anybody sends in an email, we'll get it on the show. We'll discuss it. Maybe even uh, make a segment out of it. That would be fun. Maybe if you want to talk about uh, your cool phone that you got, like myself, who got a cool new iPhone, <laughs> or anything that has to do with wrestling, hit me up directly at, at JJ Riz on the Twitter, or formerly known as Twitter as X. I can't believe I said that that way. But really, talk to me about the wrestling, and write me an old-school email at honkifyouloverestling at gmail.com. Tell me about whatever your opinions you got. Uh, we're going to keep it on, keep keep going with this podcast and do some fun things down the road, but I want to hear some input. Tell us what other fun things you like to hear, like to hear about us do like i said we're changing up next week with some local wrestling that should be fun um yeah honk it like it's hot fellas honk
Oh!